0: everybody welcome out thank you so much for taking the time to come and listen i have missed you all i have not been doing as many episodes for this show as i would like Um, part of that is because i've been involved in the other show lamp of the body in which i'm currently engaged in a series on the book of revelation and it's just been taking up a lot of time and i'm i've been super excited about it it's been so much fun and i've I've, it's been a lot of like personal development on my part so I've, i've put a lot of attention on it. Plus, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing um, and teaching in that way. But this show is also extremely important to me and I don't want to neglect it. And part of the issue that I've been having is that I've, I've been having a hard time managing my time. If I'm being just brutally honest with you guys, life happens, things are difficult. There's no excuse for it. And um, I just, I've bitten off quite a bit and that's a good thing. I'd rather be too busy than not having anything to do. This year has been both extremes. It's been like nothing to do and it's been everything to do all at once. So today's episode, it, I, I'll be honest, it's not a hundred percent like worked out. So part of this is going to be me working it out as I go. What What ends up happening with a lot of those episodes, some of them are they kind of fall flat. A lot of them end up doing very well, though. Part, partly because I think there's a certain amount of honesty there. There's a certain amount of transparency. There's the reminder that, you know, like, what, what is the show? It's like I'm learning as I go, and I'm kind of taking you guys with me. Um, somebody recently told me, actually, I think about it, two people told me recently that it's it's not about having all the answers. It's not about having this, like, this grand final um, thing that's that's worked out and articulated. It's about being one step ahead of people and turning around and, and helping them get to that same place. You don't have to be an expert in something to help somebody along. You can grow together, and that's what I think the show is about. It's about us learning about ourselves, learning about the culture and society that we're we're trying to interact with, and and the humans that we're trying to interact with. And so, because of that, it it spans a lot of topics and i think that they all come down to human nature they all come down to psychology in some sense um but one of the thing that's been on my mind lately is my mind <laughs> um the the way that i, I just it, it and it's one of those things that's so hard to to articulate without sounding crazy but it it's it's actually really difficult to understand yourself it's really difficult to understand why you do the things that you do and i keep having these moments where I I think I have something figured out. And then I realized there was a hidden layer to it. There was motivation that I was not consciously aware of. And it's, it's weird. And it's kind of scary because I feel kind of chaotic and lost because it's like I keep coming back to this place of like I don't actually know myself. I don't really understand why I do the things that I do. But then I think most people don't even try to understand. Most people don't even try to reflect. They kind of just take in things that sound good. And it's like, here's this ideology. Here's this philosophy. Here's this statement, this one thing. I think I think things should be done this way. And I think that's that makes sense. I kind of I kind of listen to the person that said it. I kind of respect them and they they give good advice about some things. And this is different. But yeah. I, I, I like it, and I'll adopt this. And what we see on a on a big scale is that I think it's there's there's pros and cons. I'm not going to say it's a bad thing. I think it's it it has a lot of potential to be a good thing. But the way the internet and the way that social media works, and the way that like everything is decentralized now. So it used to be these huge companies, and it's like if you, whatever their agenda was, that's the thing. Like that's that's where you get your you're programming from. Now it's everybody, and you can scroll through social media endlessly and see just an infinite number of perspectives and ideas. And at first glance, it's like that's cool. People can do that. That's really, that's really special. That's amazing. That you have the opportunity to build yourself up and to to teach people to interact with people, to entertain them, to do whatever it is that you feel called to do. That's awesome. Like it's 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 available for everybody now. The downside is that when you are on the consumer end of the spectrum, when you are just taking that in, you're and it's not just social media, it's 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 ideologies, it's philosophy, it's um it's just the like the the flow of culture and society, whatever, you're probably not sitting down and really analyzing everything. You're just not okay. I'm certainly not, I know that I'm not. And I'll I'll find myself a lot of times getting caught up in something that is, it's kind of, it's a new idea and it's exciting. And my tendency that I have noticed is that I tend to get super like excited about something. I'll get into it. And I, it takes me, sometimes a lot of times it takes me a couple months at least to get to like really work through all the different aspects of that idea. And to kind of to stack it up against everything else that I know, because when I'm when I'm first exposed to it, I'm like, yeah, this is a great idea. This makes so much sense. Like, how did I not think of this before? These people are so smart. And it's like I'm just kind of caught up in it. And I know if I'm caught up in stuff, other people are, too. Right. Like we all essentially have the same kind of hardwiring. We have the same brains to a certain extent. So I know if I'm getting caught up in stuff that that that's not just me. So I, I do want to talk about that a little bit. Um because one, I've seen how it has affected me and I've 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 taken things that I should not have internalized and I've just made them a part of my automatic thinking processes. Um and once that stuff gets into your unconscious it's it's really difficult to to sort out. And part of that is learning to think better, right? And everybody says that, like, oh, nobody thinks for themselves anymore. But wait a second. Why does everybody say that? Because if everybody's saying that about everyone else, well, who's actually thinking for themselves? And when you're thinking for yourself, what perspective are you thinking from? What programs are running in the background that you're not aware of that are influencing and guiding those um, those ideas, those things that you're coming up with? And so... <clears throat> One of the things that I want to address, and again, this is kind of also me working things out a bit. One of the really big issues that I see with society is, and especially with the internet, is this obsession with self, uh, with one's own personal happiness. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't strive to be happy and make your life better. Somebody's going to take it that way. Somebody's like, oh, you should, eh. it can't please everyone. But the obsession with self has led to, a lot of a lot of issues a lot of pain a lot of really misguided ideas and i don't think that people are like evil for doing this i just think that it's it's important to 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 learn to take a step back and to say hold on a second this was not a thing five years ago this is not a thing when i was a kid why is this suddenly the way that it's done it was not a thing ever before in history now everyone's like. Clamoring to justify it and to uh, rationalize it, um, and 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 to to force us to accept it. And there's there's a there's a large number of things that I'm kind of talking about, and I'll, I'll touch on a few of them. But um, yeah, do do with it what you will. But modernity, postmodernism, this idea that everything is relative, the idea that um, there's no absolute truth, we make our own truth. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, like you can tell me all day long that the fire's not hot. If I stick my hand in it, I'm going to get burned. So there is an absolute truth. And to say that there's, well, there's that, but when it comes to people, that's not, that's not true. There's no absolute truth with people. Well, that's, that's also pretty ridiculous. People are fairly predictable. Now we have free will. Sometimes we choose to break those patterns, but in general, like we operate a certain way. And that is built off of our biology, like our brain, the physical structure of our brain causes us to think a certain way. Um, and there's also that, that very close connection with like the physical side, our, we're, we're built a certain way. There's also the influence of society because we are designed to be able to learn a lot of stuff very, very quickly. Because as kids, like as babies with children, we have to learn very quickly. We have to just kind of absorb information, right? And as children, we don't really worry so much about vetting things out. We don't worry so much about figuring out, is this true? Because we don't have the capacity to. So we just absorb and we internalize what we're taught. And then as we get a little bit older, we kind of we hit, hit those adolescent years. And what happens is the equal and opposite reaction where we just go the, like, the total opposite way. If you're raised conservative, now you're a liberal. If you were raised religious, um, rebelling against that, I'm going to go my own way. If you were raised to like, you get you get the point. You you say, look, I was I was taught all this stuff. Now I'm going to rebel. I'm going to find myself. I'm going to establish my own independent identity, which is, I mean, part of the process. That's how we grow, and that that's fine. The issue is that when you just react against something, and you hear like, hey, I've always believed this thing, or I typically believe this thing, this seems to be true. Now, I hear this opposing idea. Now, I hear something else that makes sense and it kind of resonates. And I like this and it's different. And it creates the illusion of thought, it creates the illusion of choice and problem solving. And so you hear this and you think, oh, I'm adopting this. I'm thinking about this new thing that I've never considered before. And I'm choosing to just jump on board with it. And it's like, yeah, you do some thinking about it you do some rationalizing about it but to say oh i just came like i i'm thinking for myself because now i'm rebelling against the things that i thought were true people people are stuck in that right they're stuck in this this kind of adolescent phase of like just rebellion or they're stuck in the absorption phase where they're just they pick people that they trust and they just accept it and they take it for granted um but one of the really big issues that we're seeing is that People are becoming more and more focused on like uh, on themselves, basically. That we, we've made idols out of ourselves. And so things like um the idea that deep down you know all the answers, right? Like if you just meditate enough, if you just ask yourself enough, you'll know the truth. It's like, well, I do believe in the spiritual reality. I do believe that there is an internal guidance system, but I I don't believe in trusting your intuition for this but not always there's 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 exceptions obviously but in terms of like basing your life off of intuition i think it's a bad idea the reason for that is intuition speaks to us through feeling through emotion and it's not necessarily that that is a bad thing the problem is that it feels and looks and seems just like all the other emotions that we have and just because we clear a space and we have like a little bit of like, I'm, I'm kind of in a meditative state, I'm just open to accepting information. It's like, where does that intuition come from, though? Because even let's say that it's only coming from you, which I don't believe, but let's say it's only coming from you just to make things simple. If it's only coming from you, from your own internal guidance system, then you have to think. There's layers and layers and layers of programming, of beliefs, of value systems, of unconscious processes and um, patterns that are established in your brain. And you don't consciously think about those things, and you probably are not really even aware of them. A lot of times you can't look directly at the unconscious. You can't look and say, oh, I'm doing that. You have to look into your life and see what are the big patterns, what is the long-term like what are the things that I do consistently what are the repeat the mistakes that I repeat what are the things that I get right you know hey this particular area of work for example I'm like I'm successful in my career okay good there's a pattern that I'm following there's something I'm doing that is causing that success but that doesn't necessarily mean that I have a good like pattern and good um, script for relationships maybe I grew up in a home where parents didn't have a, a good like, solid relationship i didn't see love the way that it was like i didn't see a loving relationship i saw somebody that was able to work i was around people that had a good work ethic and it just kind of picked that stuff up but i also picked up the negative stuff too and so it it takes time to to work through all that and so to say well i trust my intuition i'm going to do what feels right well what feels right is what's comfortable it's what's familiar it's what the unconscious has seen before and says it it will do this it will and you can see this in your own life. You can see this in other people's lives. You will pick the thing that you know is bad for you, even if you know it's bad for you, because it's familiar, because it's comfortable. Right. And this is why people get back into relationships that they couldn't wait to get out of. It's like, well, when that person comes back around, and this, it, there's this sense of like familiarity and this sense of comfort. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is right. This is normal. I'm used to this. And they get, they choose to go back to it's like, that person was super manipulative. They made me miserable. They hurt me. I know that they were wrong for me. I know that they're still wrong for me, but it's comforting. Right. And so that's just, that's just one example, but it, it feels like I'm being drawn towards it. And so you don't know where that intuition is coming from. So when you put yourself and your own rationality as the pinnacle of, you know, direction and guidance. You're setting yourself up for failure now to make it even more complicated. There's a lot of things that are trying to exert influence on you from an external sense. There's things around you culture wants you to do things. And it's not even necessarily that like somebody is out to get you. But there is a there's like, you know, there's the like the herd mentality, like everyone's doing this thing it's it's good to be around people right like there's a sense of safety in numbers you don't want to be too different from people and so you feel drawn to that and um yeah it's just it's it's a weird situation that people have really adopted this mentality that like i have all the answers but you don't (laughs) and that doesn't mean that you say well i just need to follow um tradition blindly, it doesn't mean that you can't question things. It doesn't mean that you can't experiment because the reality is that like, let's say that you grew up in a, in a household with, that did not have that loving relationship. It's like, well, but I want that. Maybe I've seen it somewhere. Maybe I, I haven't seen it somewhere, but I know that it could be there. I saw it in a Hallmark movie. Who knows? But it's like, okay, I'm going to learn how to do that. Maybe you come from a family that was not good with money have generational poverty like you know what i'm going to break that cycle i'm going to learn something new i'm going to i'm going to question that authority because it's something that has created something very toxic and negative and that has ruined my life or well maybe that's a strong statement but it's 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 led me in the wrong direction so i need to evaluate it the problem is <clears throat> people tend this is my observation you can question me if you like but i think that people they tend to not think things through on a regular basis. They wait until they have these, these big decisions to make. And then they really sit down and they do think. They really do put their mind to it. But they don't have this daily habits of thinking things through, of problem solving, of exercising their critical thinking skills. So they're they're not really prepared for it. It's like, hey, I've got to go run this, this 10K, but I haven't run on a weekly basis. I haven't run on a daily basis. I've been in autopilot like yeah i get maybe 5 to 10,000 steps in but it's like that's not running you're not going to run what is 10k 6.2 miles you're not going to run that far without injury anyway uh, definitely not in a timely manner unless you have a lot of motivation <laughs> somebody's chasing you. you got a bear back there or something um and so like it's important to to constantly be exercising your critical th- thinking faculties with the understanding that those are fallible they're, they're not the end-all, be-all. People can rationalize anything. Um, they can do that with ideologies. They can do that with the way that they're treated. I, I keep going back to relationships. I think people are relational beings. Like, that's a it's an easy example. It's like, why are you with that person? They treat you so badly. Well, it's not this bad. Here's the thing. They come from this background, whatever. Like, you can justify things. Um, if you've ever made a bad decision, you've probably experienced that um, that rationalization, that, that self-justification where it's like, if you argue for something long enough, you can find a way to make it sound logical. And you can convince yourself that it's logical. You can convince other people. And I know this very well because I'm the kind of person that likes to argue and I like to engage in verbal conflict. That's fun for me. And I, I'm trying to get better at this. I'm, I really am. But I'm I really will just argue with people about anything. And I, again, I'm, I'm, I don't I don't I don't think it's to the point where it's annoying. Probably sometimes in general, I know when to like pull back. It's like, hey, this person's just like not looking for that. But pretty frequently, like if it's a, if it's in a lighthearted manner, I like to just pick a side and just argue it. Now, if it's with something important, like I try to apply that in a in a useful way um, and, and to, to be productive about it. Right. But I, I kind of practice that by just I take ideas that I'm confronted with on a day to day basis. Think like, how can I how can I think this through? How can I take this apart? And part of that is getting down to like you've, you've got to understand that there's different components to any problem. So if if somebody is telling you. Say, a, a political idea, an economic idea, you say, I think it should be this way. I think that we should be communists because of X, Y, Z. And you say, hmm, well, here's the thing. You're working this out on paper and on paper in your worldview, if people act this way, then it will work. Okay, fair enough. But do people act, actually act that way? Um, one of, I, I mentioned this, I think on, on the last episode, there's this whole, there's this, a really heated debate and I'm not trying to get into it uh, because it's not my area of expertise. But when it comes to investments, There's a lot of debate on like, what is the best investment strategy? What is the best way to to use your money? And people come down on all sides, uh, all ends of the spectrum. Some people are super aggressive with it. Let's take big risks and get big rewards. Some people are very conservative and it's like, hey, let's let's minimize risk. And it's like, hey, that's going to be a slow growth. But that's okay as long as we don't lose our money and it is growing, that will work out in the long term. And in that book, The Psychology of Money, which I, I definitely recommend to everybody, they the author makes this really good point that you know the best strategy is the one that you can stick with and so i apply it and i, I was ha- i was thinking about this the other day in terms of exercising because um i know somebody that like is is they go to the gym and I would, it's a long story but i w- i was thinking about like how do i help <laughs> how do i sorry how do i help this person get better and and my first thought is like These are the best things for you to do. So, for example, if you're trying to lose weight, like intensity is going to be super important. Like, don't worry about doing those four-mile runs. Do sprints instead, right? And it's like if you're trying to lose weight and also build muscle, that super high-intensity thing, that's technically going to be better. But if that person hates doing sprints, most people do, if they hate super-intense workouts and they're like, They're willing to try, but they're not going to be consistent. That's actually a bad program for them. And it's like maybe the best program is one that is technically not that great. It's kind of bare minimum. But it turns out they're willing to stick with it. They're they're willing to be um, consistent with it. Turns out over the long term, that's going to be the better choice for them. Is it technically the right answer? No, but you have to factor in people. You have to factor in human nature. And so when you're approaching a problem, it's like, what is the best solution to this? Well, we should do, just do X, Y, Z. It's like, OK, but how are people going to react to that? Um, because people are finicky. People are, are emotional. People are kind of crazy, right? I am for sure. I know I know that I'm not alone in that. Um, so there's there's a lot of stuff to to kind of to think about there. You have to get down to problems. And but when you when you pick something like yourself to be the end all be all source of answers like I know my intuitions that everything's like well you don't really understand your intuition you don't understand where those emotions come from and you can't even separate out what the like what a what a what a internalized fear is from like whatever that internal guidance system is so maybe you feel drawn towards a certain person or a certain career actually let's use the career this is a great one because I think about this a lot there's certain careers that i'm drawn towards and what i've really just been dealing with lately is like no no, no. you've got to clear away the motivation you got to think why do i want this because a lot of times it comes down to things that don't have anything to do with career like it's it's i want attention <laughs> i want to be super wealthy i want um i want to be admired right and it's like okay well if you're a solid person and you work really hard, you can do that with a lot of things. You don't have to be famous, you don't have to be super rich. You can do that in, in in any number of ways. So if I say, if I feel drawn towards something that seems like it will make me a lot of money, and women everywhere will just swoon before me. And I'll never, I'll 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 never be lonely. I'll never want for any material possessions. I have total freedom. And it's like there's this this idea of of people that are ultra successful and they do this thing and i want to be like them it's like okay am i thinking about the job am i thinking about the work or am i thinking about this feeling that i get of like how cool would that be to be that person it's like what is really guiding me there and doesn't mean that i can't pursue that but it means that if what i'm after is let's say the attention of like women for example it's like well what happens when i get married and I, I I'm not pursuing that anymore. Am I going to stick with it? I mean, maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll have fallen in love with the process. Maybe I'll I'll be motivated to to keep her attention. But it's like, okay, but do I want to be with somebody that is with me because they were drawn to my career? Maybe if I, it's like that's my calling, right? If that's the thing that I do. Like if somebody hears the the podcast or something, they're like, oh my goodness, this guy's crazy. This is awesome. I love it like well this is actually honestly what i love to do but it's it's not enough to to base my entire life on you have to like and you don't have to have all the answers you don't have to have it all figured out to get started but you do need to be thinking about it as you go through so when i first started this yes i did want the attention now i'm kind of like i actually am like shying away from the attention now i'm like super nervous about making a single episode because it's like oh people are actually listening now when it was 10 people from who knows where it's like all right whatever i'll talk about it they'll they'll be fine but now it's like once you get into tens of thousands of people it's like um i actually have responsibility now <laughs> i have to really think about what i say you have to be careful it's like that that wasn't something that i expected that that's okay it's not a bad thing but if my if my goal was solely to get people's attention and to to be liked and to be famous that's going to fall apart very quickly now in in this particular case there was a lot of reasons that i decided to do this and and the main one is just my genuine curiosity and passion for um learning and teaching so it, that ended up working out but a lot of things like with you know um every other career a move <laughs> that I've made has been like you get into it, it's like, oh, I did that because so-and-so was doing it and they looked successful. I didn't actually care about the job. Um, so yeah, having having this this sense of like, I know the answers and I'm smart enough to figure it out, but I don't ever take the time to practice figuring things out. It's a very bad move. Um, I do want to bring up something that I saw not to throw shade at anybody. Um, But Brad Lee is he's a he's an influencer. He's a sales guy. And as far as sales go, I think he's phenomenal. I have a lot of respect for him. He has helped me. He's given me like through his content has given me good advice about sales. Um, My issue with him is when it comes to um, religion, when it comes to Christianity and some of his views and one in particular. And again, you know, this is, is what it is, but he had a video where he was talking about marriage and he was making this big points like how you should leave a marriage if you're happy now i'm not married so take it for what it's worth but to say that hey the point of marriage is just to make you happy that seems to be a view that people have have adopted and when you look at like what are the divorce rates There's they're crazy high people are not staying together why is that well i think it's a complicated thing but in part people are focused on themselves And when they go through those 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 periods where they're not happy and they're not fulfilled, which is going to happen with life, with marriage, with work, with, you know, your mission, with whatever it is, you're going to go through long periods where you're just not you're not feeling it. If your goal is personal happiness, what happens is you end up just chasing pleasure. You just pursue the next thing that's going to make you feel good. And so his was. I think he's a smart guy. And like I said, I do have respect for him. I'm not trying to like call him out, but I think in this particular case, it's a good example of how somebody can be intelligent. They can be super successful, but then they can also have ideas that are completely misguided. And if you say, well, you need to be happy to stay married. It's like, well, you, you, the marriage should give you happiness. Right. But if that's your whole view on it, it's like, this is a person that brings me pleasure that brings me happiness when that dries up when you go through those difficult times you're not going to stick with it and i talk a lot about this why are people not staying together because they're not they're not dating and they're not they're not dating for marriage in general and when they get married it's based off of i like this person's personality i'm not i'm not drawn to their character so much i'm just looking at like how they act and how they make me feel and the problem with that is that personality is can be fun but in but it, but it's not really that reliable for one because people are going to act different in different situations they're going to act different over time they're they're going to change what is important is like the consistency the character like is this a honest person not to say that they shouldn't have a good personality that you should date somebody who's like on paper fantastic but it's super boring and you're not attracted to them that's not the point i'm making the point i'm making is that there's there's more to a relationship there's more to a job, there's more to uh, your purpose in life, there's more to your family, there's more to your community. There's more to everything than just feeling good and being happy. I don't think that he was saying that you should just give up as soon as it gets hard. That, I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but that whole conversation just really like it's like, oh yeah, like that's something I hear all the time. I've been divorced two or three times and I have these kids and blah blah blah, it's okay, I'll find, you know, I I trust the process. It's like what process (laughs) you're not sticking with anything you're you're actually showing that you don't have any character because you keep leaving people when it gets hard instead of sticking around and working through things if you were to say this is the most important thing in my life and in my society i need to make this work even if i'm not super happy right now even if this person is imperfect even if i'm imperfect and we're not perfect for each other i'm not going to go chase my soulmate i'm going to stick with it i'm going to push through and the Where that is coming from, I believe a a large part of it is that obsession with self. Because when your focus is on you and you're not happy, well, yeah, of course it makes sense to leave. If your focus is on what can I do for the world, what can I do for community? What can I do for my family? What can I like? What is my calling? What is what does God want me to do? What is the most important thing? It's like a lot of times it doesn't make you happy, at least not in the short term. So yeah, it's 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 super. It's super important to kind of t- to work through those things and to to approach them with a sense of like um, with a sense of poison rationality. No, I'm just kidding. It, it's it's important to to approach them from from a place of like healthy skepticism, not not to like I constantly have to question everything. and I don't know what's true. That will drive you crazy. Take it from me. Um, but yeah, you should be ex- exercising those intellectual abilities with the understanding that I don't have all the answers and i need to look outside of myself i need to look above myself i need to look um at the community at large if there's if there's people that are like who are the people that are accomplishing the things that i want to accomplish what do they say is the best thing to do most of them will not tell you that you should be happy right you should learn to be happy no matter what happens that doesn't mean you don't take responsibility it doesn't mean that you don't work to make things better for yourself and for other people it means that you're not your happiness is not dependent on the marriage being perfect the job being perfect the community being perfect the friendship being perfect the whatever it's not dependent on that the point is that you learn to stick with the things that are important and that even when you are suffering that you learn to find ways to like satisfy yourself that was a a big lesson i learned when i was in the infantry crazy depressed it was cold sometimes it was really hot and it was always uncomfortable it was always miserable but i kind of learned the skills like no matter how bad it is physically how tired i am how hurt i am how exhausted i am i can find something to laugh about and i can choose to be happy and it's like it's a really difficult choice sometimes and it's like the season of life that I'm in now, I'm revisiting that decision that like you have to constantly make the decision to choose not to be depressed. And it's not this magical like, oh, I'm not sad anymore. It's where am I going to put my focus? Am I going to indulge in these negative thoughts or am I going to indulge in, you know, I'm going to find the positive thing. and I'm going to put all of my effort, all of my energy, all my attention into that and let it magnify. So. You look out into the world and you see these crazy things going on. You see divorce rates through the roof. You see everyone's depressed. Everyone's anxious. Everyone has all these different um, diagnoses, diagnoses, however you say the word. They're they're diagnosed. They're medicated. They they numb themselves. They've got all these problems and everything's wrong with the world. And it's like this. Like I talked about this on my other show. What is generalized anxiety? What does that mean? And I'm not saying this from a sense of like, you know get it get a grip like you know don't be anxious you're you're just being a wuss i'm not saying that i'm saying like obviously people experience it but how crazy is it when you start and you think about it what is general like you're just scared of everything all the time why like that is a sign that something is wrong depression is a sign that something is wrong um it may be in the external world it may be just inside of you and i just i see so many people that are getting caught up in modern ideas new age thinking and they're they're being thrown into this state of turmoil and chaos they're being caught up in um all these uh, these different things it's like you get all these different influencers and this person saying this thing this person's saying this thing and so- society as a whole is saying this thing and the media is saying this thing um and what i'm noticing is that the more people focus on themselves the more they dive into that it's kind of like um it's kind of like if you imagine like a, a pit, a hole. Um, if And so like if you imagine like this, you know, the sky, the heavens, the whatever, like that's the celestial area. And as you descend lower and lower, you get to kind of like, that's the ideal. That's wh- that's where we're headed. That's what we're, we're striving for. That's where we turn our eyes. But on a day-to-day basis, we have to live on the earth. If you imagine that there's a pit and you go down underneath the earth, that's kind of like an obsession with, the material an obsession with the self an obsession with you know your internal world the further and further and further you go into this not only are you further and further away from the celestial you're further and further away from life you you're not grounded anymore you kind of just descend into darkness and into the unknown and like sometimes that's exciting but in this context it's it's a very it's a bad situation um to use a different metaphor it's like if you are out at sea and you don't have a life raft. You're just floating in the middle of the ocean. Like you're in a state of what? Chaos. You don't have anything solid to stand on. Everything is unreliable. Everything is working and doing its own thing, but it's not trying to help you. And you can't like utilize your surroundings to to survive. Okay. And when you remove, when you remove the structure, when you remove um, logic, when you say there's this war on truth, Truth is offensive. Um, You can't say things that might hurt people's feelings. It's like, what does that mean? Well, I think you actually do need to hurt people's feelings because if people can't handle being offended and they can't deal with that one, you're not helping them because they need to learn to be happy and they need to learn to 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 face adversity. They need to learn like, hey, yeah, life is hard. Deal with it. Um, You're not helping them grow and you're also not helping yourself because making life easier for them on an individual level that creates somebody that is not contributing to society because they don't have the internal fortitude to withstand the rigors of life and they're not dependable they're not somebody that you can put your trust in they're not somebody that you can lean on that that, that can support you and again it's not all about you specifically i'm saying you as in like society like if if everyone has their own view of Life, Which everyone does. But if everyone thinks that they are the ultimate authority, what they feel goes, what they think goes, and they don't understand where those thoughts come from, they don't understand where those feelings come from, you're in that state of like, you're out of the ocean, you're, you're, there's no foundation there, there's no common ground where you can kind of come together and communicate. Because if you, if everyone is basing what they believe to be truth off of how they feel in that moment. Well, those things are transient. Those things are fleeting. Those things are chaotic. Emotions are crazy. They're all over the place. If you really sit down and try to write out your thoughts as they come to you, um, it's called free writing. It's a great it's a great exercise if you are any sort of creative person and you're stuck. If you're dealing with a problem and you're stuck, and you're like, I can't. I'm at war with myself. I'm in I'm in my own head, and I I can't figure out. Um, how to how to make this work. I can't articulate the problem. I can't solve the problem. I feel like there's this general idea of it's it's an issue and it's confronting me and I'm scared. And I'm stressed out. And also there's this other thing. And it's like, I don't know how to address it. Well, what if you if you sit down and try to write it out, what you realize very quickly is that it's so like jumbled together and this it's so inarticulate and it's so chaotic. It's it's You'll get like random thoughts and it's like, maybe it's a complete thought. A lot of them are not. A lot of them are very random. A lot of them are very weird. And it's like, what is this? That's your brain. And until you really sit down and and try to just write out everything that goes through your head, it's really easy to say, I kind of know what's going on because I'm experiencing life. I know what's happening. But the truth is that you're you're just dealing with this huge jumbled mess of stuff that comes from who knows where and goes who knows where. Some of it's internalized. Some of it's just fleeting. And to say that, like, look, that standpoint, that position of chaos is truth. That's my reality. That's you can't question it. You can't stand up against it. You can't take a stand against. You can't tell me that I'm wrong. Well, how are you going to grow as a person? And I'm very I'm very tired of censorship i'm very tired of people saying that you know you have to speak a certain way you shouldn't be rude you shouldn't be like see that somebody's struggling with something and be like "Ha you suck you're dealing with that because you're an idiot like sometimes in the right context that is what is called for in general that's probably not the best approach it's good to be tactful right it's good to be respectful it's good to be considerate but don't mistake tactfulness and consideration for um submissiveness like this person like these people are saying i should be able to live my life a certain way it's like oh well that actually is crazy and that will destroy society but i want to affirm you it's like no that's a bad idea and I'm, i'm just a lot of people are very fed up with this i certainly am and i'm trying to approach this not from a sense of like These are the ideologies. Let's tear them apart. I certainly could, but I think that it's also beneficial to just kind of point out to people that, like, where does this stuff come from? Let's 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 work through it together. Let's find some common ground and say, okay, look, you are in a state of chaos and turmoil. You need to learn to find your feet and say, no, 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 I'm actually good. I found my truth. Okay. You're out of shape. You're overweight. You look super unhealthy. You're depressed. You're anxious. You're medicated. You're not successful in in your career, you don't have a successful, fulfilling relationship. You don't have good friends that you can count on and trust. It's like you do find certain things that make you happy, and you do find certain fulfillment and satisfaction in life. Congratulations, literally everybody does. Everybody will find some way to make to justify, like, okay, well, this is my life. It is what it is. It's like if your entire life, the external is in shambles, and your mental state is in shambles, you don't get to tell me that you have the answer. I'm sorry, not really, but you know, it is what it is. There's this war against reason. And there's, there's this war against like critical thinking against getting outside of yourself and saying, I don't have all the answers. I'm doing the best I can. I'm trying to learn. Sometimes I will make mistakes. Sometimes I will treat people um, insensitively. It is what it is. I'm not doing it maliciously. I want to figure this out. I want to come together. It's gotten to the point where you can't even do that. Like you can't have conversations about, say, gender identity with people because they just freak out like, oh, no, you can't disagree with us. Screw you. Yes, I can. That is a it's a mental disorder. And to say that it's not is not doing you any favors to affirm that this is the state that you're in. Oh, yeah, you're born that way. Listen. I was born with all kinds of crazy stuff that I had to work through. I'm still working through there's, there's desires, there's things, there's fears, there's insecurities, there's all kinds of stuff. There's like, there's issues with my disposition that lead to to certain like patterns that are not super fulfilling and life giving. There's, there's all sorts of, pro- we all have problems. We're meant to grow to say that I was born this way and that it is what it is. It's like, well, why do you have such a high rate of depression? Why do you have such a high level of anxiety? Why? Because you're in chaos. Because the very fundamental thing, like, are you a man or a woman? Like, if you can't even answer that question, you you have nothing figured out. That's the bare minimum. That's like the basic, like, I just know that I'm alive. Like, I'm just self-aware. Like, I can look around and like, I, I, I know that I'm seeing things and I know that I'm speaking to people. It's like, if you have to reinvent the wheel every single day, you never know who you are. You never know what you are. Well. Of course, you're going to be depressed because everything is chaotic around. You You have zero control over anything. You don't know anything about life. To say that I can keep this constant openness of like, I don't know anything. Everything's relative. You are not wired for that. You need to have things that you can hold on to that are going to consistently produce desirable results, things that work for people, things that that lead um, to success, to to fulfillment to happiness, to stability. You have to have these things. And when you put all the attention on self and say, no, this is what I feel right here, right now, this is truth. What happens is again, chaos. You're you're running in any and every direction. And what happens is that this is monetized because when you have these social media companies and you have the content creators that are constantly looking for your attention they make money doing that i make money when you guys listen to me if you the longer you're on my show the more money i make whatever it's like if you're if you're teaching something of value if you're sharing something that is worth sharing that's fantastic but a lot of times you have to lean into the emotional side of things because people don't have good attention spans and so I try not to do it a whole lot. I try to make my the way I speak engaging. I try to, to to be interesting to listen to, and I try not to talk unless I have something to say, which is why I've been like not making episodes recently. It's like sometimes I'll make two a week, and then sometimes I'll make one a month, and that's a struggle because I don't have anything to say, and I don't want to just say it. And I understand that sometimes you disagree with what I say, and that sometimes I make mistakes, hundred percent. But I would rather. I would rather be honest and or excuse me I would rather be honest and diligent and say I'm going to do my best to 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 craft an idea to articulate a thought that is useful to other people something that has has benefited me I've seen it work in other people's lives and I want to share this with people because I think it will help I want to do that I don't want to just get your attention and get you to listen to me I could do that I could be inter- more entertaining I could be funnier I could just make jokes and like jump on board with all these these trends and whatever else. I don't do that because the purpose of the show is to learn as I go and to take you with me. And yeah, I don't I don't know. I just the fact that we can't look at the, that we can't look at society and question things that you you it's politically incorrect. To point out, like, hey, these people are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Hey, these people are trying to tell me that I should adopt an ideology that is super destructive for them and for everyone else, that they should be teaching children this, that they should be, you know, whatever, this should be in politics. It's like, it's it's crazy to me. And it's, it's a plague upon society. Because you've got all these different people and all these different content creators and they just want attention. They just want to be heard because that will make them feel validated and that will maybe make them money. They can get famous. They can you know, feel good about themselves. And what do they do? How do they get your attention? When I was into TikTok, which I'm not anymore, um, I, I say that I'll probably be back on in like six months or something. But <clears throat> one of the things like you got to, you have to have a good hook because you have to have, it, it counts as a view if it's like if you list watch the first three seconds of that video so three seconds is not long and people scroll like obsessively so if you don't grab someone's attention then they're going to keep scrolling and they miss the message and it's one of those things it's like well i don't want to do that i want to just talk and have somebody listen but at the same time it's like it's, it's reality like if they're not listening it doesn't matter what i have to say and what i was getting frustrated with and took me a while to realize this but I would scroll and I, I've gotten so much better about social media, but I would scroll and I would. It was just like one person after that is like jumping into my face like, hey, have you heard that? Uh, please buy my thing. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm like, y'all are a bunch of clowns. <laughs> Settle down. What is wrong with you? Like, you're so desperate and it bleeds through and it shows that you don't have anything of value. And people, like, they talk super fast and like, super high pitch. And it's, like, a really, like, crazy, you know, tones and, like, all this stuff. And it's, like, they just go, they're so manic about it. Don't get me wrong. I get manic sometimes. But to manufacture this, like, every episode, or, or excuse me, every video is got to be, like, super high energy, and super fast. It's, like, it's exhausting. But they do it for a reason. And they use particular ideas that will use things that create an emotional response, like, you know have you heard did you know like those hooks are there for a reason they gain interest but there's also things like you know they'll show you visual things like this is what this uh, you know opposing political party did like aren't they evil it gets you worked up it gets you angry right look at what this person did it gets you worked up look how cute this person is they're so attractive and it's like you you're being pulled in all these different directions and a lot of times the you go into this alpha brainwave state where you're not really filtering things out And you kind of know like, yeah, that I don't believe that or that's silly or whatever. But when you're exposed to it over and over and over again, um, what's it called? Oh, man, I'm blanking out now. It's the when you see something a lot, you trust it more. Um, I'm going to remember this as soon as I turn the the show off, but um, it's a bias. It's the relevancy. And I feel like an idiot now because I can't remember the name of this bias. I'm blanking out somebody jump in the comments for the show and tell me how I'm being stupid. Um, But yeah, so uh, immediacy. No, I don't know. Maybe it is immediacy, actually. But anyway, you're exposed to the same idea over and over and over and over again. You start to be, at first, you're like, oh, no, that's a bad idea. But then after a while, you're like, you don't have that defensive response anymore. And so now you're like, I'm not accepting it, but it's like the guard's down. You're used to it. I'm used to, yeah, I'm not going to believe that. But then you keep hearing it over and over and over again. And it starts to get into your unconscious. And now it's like you're comfortable with it. And then once you're comfortable with it, then it's like, well, here's a redeeming factor. And then now there's a foothold. And then next thing you know, like you're you're thinking along those lines. And it's not that you shouldn't like consider opposing viewpoints. I'm not saying that, obviously, although somebody will take it that way. But it is like you you've got to understand that there's so many different. Ideas and opinions that are bad, they're truly bad. And just because somebody identifies with it just because somebody thinks that things should be this way, like, where are they coming from with that? I hear um, anti-human stuff all the time, which is crazy because you've got this like super self-absorbed culture and society. And yet people are saying like, people are the worst. People are stupid. People suck. I hate people. It's like, well, <laughs> why would I listen to anything you have to say? Because nothing is going to be productive. Nothing's going to be life-giving because the, the the basis that you're operating off of is one of bitterness and um, distaste towards other people. So you're obviously selfish about this. Well, actually that, okay, there it is. Light bulb moment. It's because you're so selfish. Like everyone else is trying to take away from your happiness. Boom. Look at that. We solved a problem today. (laughs) Learning has occurred. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's dig into that. So the more, if, if i if i say that my truth is the absolute truth and i know how to do things and people disagree with me it makes it does make sense that anyone who disagrees with me would cause me frustration and bitterness whereas if my mind is towards like how can i be the best that i can be i actually don't have the answers and also how do i get beyond myself because it, it's 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 cool if i'm a billionaire and got like this awesome, you know, setup, and I, I have things that I want, but what good is that if I, if it doesn't transfer to other people, right? Like what is the ripple effect? What do I do for everyone else? It's like, I may not be around for that, but that matters so much more. And I think that people have lost sight of that. They've lost sight of the the value of their own character, and also the value of supporting those around them. And so we have society crumbling to pieces because everybody's focused on themselves, and instead of building each other up, they're angry at each other because other people interfere with their personal happiness. Because they are annoying, they are dumb, <laughs> they they are frustrating. Um, but the appropriate response is not "I hate people." That's a that's a bad that's a bad direction to go in it's understandable though um but bitterness will kill you bitterness will destroy you envy um it, like unforgiveness like holding on to stuff and a lot of it comes from fear a lot of it comes from from pain it's like it's not just it's in indignation as well so it's not just the fact that like oh this person did something dumb and it was stupid and i want to laugh at them it's like When people hurt you or take advantage of you or treat you badly it makes you want to close up so that you don't get hurt again and again understandable you do need boundaries you do need to protect yourself but the appropriate solution is not to hide from life and try to shut yourself off and just go internal and like push everyone away because when you hide from the the bad stuff you hide from the good stuff too and the reality is that you don't need to get away from that you need to learn to deal with it better You don't want to try to avoid getting hurt. You want to get tougher and be able to recover faster and also get better at protecting yourself as you still go out into the world and do the things that you need to do. Um, And when you're focused on yourself, then that immediate short-term pain, which could be a good thing in the long-term, that suddenly becomes something that is unacceptable because you're not thinking long-term because you you can look out at the future, but you tend to look at the future from the, the emotional state that you're in right now. It's difficult to get out there and plan long-term because when you have any kind of high emotion going, you, that, that, that part the, the, the way that your brain relates to it shifts a little bit. And you, you, you go from that logical rational brain to the emotional brain. And it's very seamless and it's, it's very quick and it's hard to put your finger on it, but once you're engaged in that, like that brain is only thinking a couple seconds ahead. Which makes sense if there's a leopard chasing you through the woods like or the jungle, I guess. Is it through the jungle? Where do leopards live? I think they live in the jungle. I, that was a leopard in Tarzan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Leopards, jungle, cheetahs. Okay, I'm thinking cheetahs. Cheetahs are on the, the savannah. So there's a leopard in the jungle and it's chasing you. You don't really need to be thinking about what you're going to do in five years. You need all of your emotional, mental, physical resources devoted to getting away from the leopard and whatever that looks like. You're not going to outrun it, but you can like maneuver and fight. And maybe there's a weapon nearby. It's like, you, you need to be focused on that. So that makes sense, right? The problem is that that gets engaged with everything gets engaged, with anger, it gets engaged with depression, with anxiety, um, with lust, uh, with greed, with whatever. And it's never just one thing. These things are like so hopeless, hopelessly enmeshed, um, into one another that it, it's, it's it's almost impossible to separate them and so again to sit there and think like i am the ultimate source of authority is just complete idiocy it's 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 that's, that's what a lunatic says speaking as someone who has thought this before so you know recovering lunatic still pretty crazy probably um the thing with this is though that like because you see i I feel like I'm speaking to two audiences. There's, there's always the people that I'm like, Hey, you're on the other end of the table and I want to help you. I look at, say, you know, somebody dealing with like, um, gender dysphoria or whatever. It's like, Hey, like, that's a, that's a disorder. That's not something you should be affirming and embracing. Please don't mutilate yourself to affirm how you feel right now when you don't even understand why you feel that way, because you're not aware of all the external things that have been affecting you you're not aware of the programming that is influencing you you're not aware of any whether it's an intentional agenda or if it's just you know the 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 current of culture and like the the herd mentality like you don't know where that's coming from you don't have a long enough uh time frame of life to to be able to distinguish between um hey i'm feeling disembodied i'm feeling like I'm i'm something i'm not you don't know where that's coming from I'll tell you from experience, when I was 19 years old, I did not feel like a man. I did not feel like a human. I was depressed. I was so empty inside. I felt horrible. I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't feel like I belonged to my body. But guess what? I don't feel like that anymore. And it's like, but the thing is, like, if you take somebody that's in that place and they're super vulnerable, and you tell them, "Well, that's because if you feel that way, it must be true." It's like, no, you don't need to tell somebody that. You need to tell them, "Hey, there's cer- certain things you can do to get healthier. You're not operating the way you should be. You could be better. What you're feeling right now is unfortunate, and I empathize with you, but I'm not going to affirm it because it's 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 not where you're supposed to be. I don't know how else to say it. Like, if somebody's super depressed, I'm not going to sit there and say, "Well." Maybe you're just a depressed person and you should embrace that. No, I'm going to say like, hey, let's work through this together. Let's figure out where this is coming from. Let's try to find a way forward. Let's try to fix this. Like, I, I want to help you. I want to give you some tools. I want to point you in the right direction. I want to encourage you. Um, if you're a drug addict, I'm not going to say, well, maybe that's just who you are. You're just a drug. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, again, give you the tools, give you the resources, give you the direction, give you the encouragement. I want to give you the support. Like, I want to be on the same side. I want to push you in the right direction. But society is so infatuated with just worshiping the individual, and saying, "Well, that must be true." So that's the one end of the spectrum. I feel like I'm talking to that audience. And I'm I'm trying to do it in a way that is direct, it's clear, and I'm not like hiding. I'm not like afraid to to just be blunt and honest about it. But where I'm also doing it in a way that is um, palatable, like it's it's in, and I'm not just screaming at people and being like, "You're an idiot," like because I don't think that that's helpful either. But I do think it is important to stand up and say something. I'm also speaking to people that are on my, like, side of the the table here, and they're frustrated, like we are, because we look at a culture and it's like, oh, you can't say all of these things. Like, why not? Why can I not say that? That's actually super disconcerting. That's actually something that I'm really worried about because even like. It, even if you're wrong, you need to be able to say something because otherwise this mob mentality, otherwise it's a tyrannical uh, ruling. If if you say like, well, these people have been oppressed, these people have been marginalized, like, OK, like, yes, let's 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 address that. Let's let's learn how to like, where are they coming from? If I just say if I just dismiss it out of hand, that's not helpful. That's not productive. But if I also say, well, because they have had it hard, that means that we need to bend over backwards for them. Like, no, screw you. Like, I'm not doing that. Especially when they're trying to pull me and the people I care about into that, because I do know people that have been sucked into that. And I'm like, if you had dealt with your problems, I really don't see you falling for that same ideology. But you you took so much into it. you had so much anger, so much um, depression, so much instability, so much confusion, so much darkness and pain. And it's like you find somebody that is saying that is also equally hurt and damaged, and they're saying, oh, actually, I accept you just as you are. Of course, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I relate to you because this person just accepts you as you are. So I think that it's important to to learn to connect with people and to look at them and say, look, I completely disagree with you. The way you're doing this is wrong. I'm going to say something about it, but I'm not going to just attack you and dismiss it. I want to approach it from the mindset that, like, I don't understand you. I want to. I want to help you. I want to connect with you. Does not mean I agree with you. I'm not going to necessarily support what you do. I'm not going to affirm your decisions, right? But that doesn't mean that I can't treat you as a human being and say, you know, I do love you. I do care about you, right? Now if you if you persist in these things, I'm also not going to stick around because you're going to end up corrupting me at some point or you're going to drain me, right? I'm not saying that you have to just give and give and give. You need boundaries. You need to learn to separate yourself from things that are not good for you. But at the same time like People are very tired of the the way that these supposedly marginalized groups are treating the rest of us. It's like I, I don't have to affirm you being a degenerate if you say that, hey, love is love, like well, what you're describing as love. It's not love. It's lust. I'm not going to celebrate an entire month of like sex. It's disgusting. Like, why would I why would anybody do that? This wasn't a thing a couple of years ago. Now all of a sudden it's like a whole cultural thing and you know, all these stores are are putting this stuff out there. It's like, no, you need to say something about it. So for the people that are the opposite side, like there's my message. Like, hey, you've got to learn to to fix these things and not just accept them. Just because you feel this way does not mean that it's truth. For people on my side of the equation, I want to also point out, like, look, it's super important that we learn to speak to the speak to speak to your audience right like know no know, know who you're talking to. but also don't be afraid to say something. also don't be afraid to make your voice heard because when you don't and you just allow things to to roll through when you just allow society to direct you wherever it's going to go, you are going to pay for that in some way shape or form. your kids are going to pay for that right? It's like oh, it's just let them do their thing, right? Let's look at let's let's change the the topic a little bit. Let's look at um, something less um, offensive. Let's look at pornography. Um, not literally. OK, I said that wrong. Um, but you know what I mean? Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Poor choice of words there. Unfortunate. But um, look at like, let's say, hey, I don't I don't want to have this conversation with my son, with my brother, with whoever, with my friend. Like, hey, you should like not watch and it's like super bad for you. And it's going to destroy your brain. It's going to destroy the way that you perceive um, other people. It's going to be addictive. You're going to waste a lot of time and energy doing it. Um, it's immoral. It's disgusting. And it's it's what is going to happen is you're going to create a habit of just endlessly indulging in pleasure. And when you don't have that, you're going to feel frantic. You're going to feel unfulfilled. You're going to feel empty inside. and It's going to destroy the way that your brain processes dopamine. And so you're not going to feel fulfilled and happy. Um, you're not going to get pleasure out of the things that should give you pleasure. You know, you're not going to feel as good about taking a walk in the park. Um, and, you know, going to the gym, getting a good workout. If you're spending three hours a day watching porn, it's like, you're, you're, you're changing the structure of your brain. Like it's a, it's a big thing and I'm not going to get super into that now, but like, let's look at that. If you just say, oh, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to let it go. What happens? Well, look at the the craze that's going on now. Like how many girls are on OnlyFans these days? That is crazy to me that it used to be a thing where it's like, oh, yeah, men have this problem where they watch porn. And now it's like, well, now there's this problem where all these girls are doing it. And it's like when I try to say something about it, somebody always gets offended by it. They always get irritated by it. And I'm like. That's that's weird to me that I can say don't do that it's degrading it's going to ruin your future it's establishing a very corrupt character it changes the way that you relate to yourself and other people it destroys your self-image and corrupts your thinking don't do it and people go ah, you're so misogynistic it's like what <laughs> oh no, I'm not <laughs> what is wrong with you Um, and then I turn around and I I tell men, Hey, stop watching porn. And they're like, Oh, what a nerd. Oh, am I doing that? Like, Oh, you uh, goody two shoes. Like, um, you're destroying your life. (laughs) You're going to carry that into your marriage. You're just, you're that that's part of your routine. Like what a foothold into depravity that you're giving whatever demonic forces are behind that. Is that really what you want in your brain, in your bedroom every single day? And it's like, it's offensive to people that I dare to say that I'm being controlling, I'm being whatever. It's like, no, like I'm just willing to think. And I'm getting to the point where I feel like there's not a lot of that going around. And I feel like the people that do think don't say anything about it or they're thinking from a perspective. But we all think from our own perspective and our own biases. We're not going to be perfect. I'm biased for sure. I have blind spots for sure. But I'm getting to the point where it's like, I'm just going to start saying stuff because if somebody corrects me and I'm like, they call me out and I realize, oh, actually, I was wrong. I can say that I can admit to it, but I'm not perfect. And the knowledge of me not being perfect should not stop me from saying something. Because just because I'm going to make mistakes doesn't mean that I should keep quiet because there's not enough people speaking up and like, you know, standing against the current. Um, and to kind of illustrate that when we were kids, we would go have these pool parties. It was like that above ground inflatable pool. It was it was it was big, right? right. But it wasn't like a pool pool something that you could walk around in circles. And we would all get together and we would walk in circles in you know, whatever direction as like the all 15 kids or whatever um, kids, teenagers, whatever. And we would make this current and it would be a circular. It's like a mosh pit style, like the current would be going this direction. We would do that for however long, and then we would let the current sweep us away. Like, this is fun. Like, look, look what we've done. And it was entertaining when you're, you know, 12, whatever. Um, you're with your friends. You're goofing off. It is what it is. And what I always thought was interesting was, like, when you turn around and say, I'm going to, like, actually stop. Everybody's still walking in the same direction. I'm going to see how how much it takes to stop the current. Now, when everyone stops, it doesn't take too terribly long. If they hold on to something, if they just swept away, it's different. But if they like hold on to the side, it starts to stop the current a little bit. And what's interesting is that one person doesn't necessarily stop it, but they do alter it. And if you get two or three people doing it, especially if you're like spread out a little bit, what ends up happening is that the whole thing slows enough for everybody else to like get a grip and hold on and everything. And I think about this more then I probably should, <laughs> maybe maybe I peaked at 12. That was the most fun I'd ever have with my friends. Who knows, but I think about this a lot because I feel like that is what it means to speak up and to to talk about things in a rational way, in a in a philosophical way, to think things through and to say, hey, culture's telling me that I can be a woman. Is that true? Culture's telling me that I have all the answers. Is that true? And to, to really dissect that, analyze it, and to get to the bottom of things, and to discuss it it's like you're standing against the current and maybe that current is moving in the wrong direction i'm not going to change anything by myself but you start to get people popping up here and there that are willing to to, to take a stand and and to 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 kind of um brace themselves against that current i think that that's that's super important if nothing else it slows things down and so people can kind of like collect themselves a little bit get get recombobulated Um, I don't think that's the right way to use that that word, but whatever. Um, Okay, I'm looking through my notes here. I I would say one thing in particular that can help you with this is try journaling mistakes that you have made. Like write it down. Don't just think it because then you can delude yourself into, into believing that you really gave it enough thought. Write down at least 10 mistakes that you've made. What were the factors that led up to it? Don't try to justify it. Just like what? What were the issues? I didn't have enough knowledge. I was emotional. I was thinking about it from the wrong perspective. Um, I was being immature. Any number of things. Just like put it down on paper, look at it, not to beat yourself up, but just to remind yourself, I don't have all the answers. I am not the final authority. Um make sure that you question things, but also understand that you're not going to be smarter than just all the experts based off of a quick shirts on Google. Like I'm kind of, I'm not like anti medical industry but i i don't like going to the doctor i don't really trust the medical <laughs> profession that much um i do with trauma things like if i break an arm i'm going um when i had a 105 fever because i was dying of dehydration due to food poisoning um i went to the doctor it's like yeah like, i need i need something but in terms of like i'm not feeling too well nah i just i don't really believe that um is going to help me a lot of times because i go in it's like oh well we can run some tests it's like okay, $20,000 later, like, well, no. um, But just because I can do research, and I learn, hey, the doctor told me to do something that was like invasive or toxic or whatever, like his medication or his surgery. And then I found a natural way to heal it. Cool. Like I'm going to follow that thread. That doesn't mean that I have more knowledge about the body than all doctors. That's a silly thing to think. And I do believe in doing your own research. And like, you know, figuring things out for yourself. But at some point it's like, you know, all these people, like you look at your ancestors, you look at like the structures that our society was built on. You look at the um, the Christian foundations of our society. You look at the way that government was established. You look at like the constitution and all these things. And it's like, Hey, these guys did not know everything, but just because I have TikTok and this 14 year old told me that this is what they believe. um, That doesn't mean that I'm smarter than them. It doesn't mean that I can't like question like, were they actually doing things right? Were they operating from their own biases? It doesn't mean that I can't, that they're above reproach. I can't look at it. But we get this cultural phenomenon where we question things and then we just, we do the teenager thing. We do the, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm questioning my parents' beliefs, so I'm just going to do the exact opposite. And I see that a lot. And it's like, it's this departure from tradition, which I'm not saying that all tradition is good, but when you completely completely remove that and you have no foundation from which to operate anymore then you are thrown into chaos and you're constantly reinventing the wheel you're in a state of confusion and you don't know which way is up and then everybody's fighting with each other the reality is that these structures these systems have been around for a very very long time because they work they hold people together and so to just destroy the structure and throw it out the window is very foolish so you know question things, but don't assume that just because you learned something you didn't know before that seems to contradict that established pattern doesn't necessarily mean that you can throw it out the window, if that makes sense. I think it makes sense. I probably overexplained it myself. Um, last couple points. One, Voltaire said that those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. When you tell everyone that men are evil and they're just predatory people. That are looking to prey on women it's like well then you can start to justify attacking men and emasculating men and you can push for you know um like what we have in the legal system where you can have like abusive psychotic mother i'm not saying this is the norm i'm just saying it does happen you can have a woman who like truly deserves to have her kids taken away not because she is so wrong but because she is going to be horrible for the children and the man that is actually like doing things the right way And the custody is automatically awarded to her. And it's like, I'm not trying to take a stance to sit here and like get into the intricacies of that because it's obviously a complicated thing, but it's just an example. It's like if you just convince yourself that men are, you know, absent and they're lousy emotional creatures and they're just like they're they're bad people, it's like women are all um supportive and emotional loving. It's like, well, when you get into those situations and you say, Well, you can you can commit these absurdities in this person can leave her family and then take all the kids with them when the man did nothing wrong i'm not saying that that's the norm again i'm just making a point there i'm trying to get off of like beating the same horse over and over um you could also go the opposite direction you look at um you know the the red pill stuff the manosphere stuff That's like the very like um anti-women kind of mindsets like there's this this idea which is absolutely absurd which is that because women are hypergamous which basically means they, they they based off of status um that they can't love you it's like you're confusing love and attraction again it's like it's the same thing as the love is love it's like well no that's lust that's desire it's not love Is you can like a man can truly love a man without being lustful towards him a woman can truly love a woman without being lustful towards her Um, To say that, like, because I want to have sex with somebody means that I love them is absolutely ridiculous to sit there and say that, well, because women are attracted to 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 things like a man's status, a man's, um, you know, social position to his his income, to his competence, his ability to provide to say that that because she's attracted to those things mean that she, she can't love him. That's that's so stupid. But what's happened is that a lot of people, a lot of men who are rejected and they grew up and it's like. You know, these women, they, they, this does happen. The girls will say one thing and then they do another. They'll say, like, I, I like, you know, I look for a nice guy, whatever. And then they date the guy that's obviously not. It's like, okay, well, you're obviously not attracted to the quote, nice guy. Um, and then a lot of people, like in high school, were hurt by this because they try to be super nice and accommodating and then she doesn't date them. And so they're hurt, they're angry. And then they hear this, this red pill ideology that says, well, women can't love you. And they, like, it's ridiculous. Right. What does that lead to? It leads to atrocities. It leads to like, well, if women can't love me, then screw them. And they get super angry because it's feeding off of that pain. It's feeling, feeding off of that bitterness, off of that hurt. And they take it and they it it they nourish it and they they throw the fuel on the fire. And it turns into something really ugly and turns into something where it's like there's this whole ideology on and this Internet craze around like just, you know, taking advantage of women intentionally and using them. And like, you know, they can't love you anyway. They're not real people. It's like, <laughs> that's insane. But this is happening, right? And it, I, I'm I'm trying to balance it out here. It happens on both, in, both ends of the spectrum. It happens with feminism. It happens with red pill, manosphere stuff. Um, just examples. I'm not trying to, like, make an entire episode just on that. Um, I always feel like I have to over explain things because there's like there's so much that goes into it. Um, Those are just points to illustrate what I'm talking about. Use your critical thinking skills to to go further into that. Um, I would also say people are afraid to question their friends and challenge other people because they are afraid of confrontation. And they're not used to thinking. And so the idea to, to confront somebody's idea that you have not fully articulated a response to is scary because you're scared of the confrontation, you're scared of thinking. So you put those together. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. So you got to get it good at thinking. You have to get good at confronting people. Now, I'm super confrontational. I love it. Not everybody's like that, though. And even I, like, with this topic in particular, I'm like, how do I approach this appropriately? Because I could rant. I could be super tactful. I could, I could be any number of things. It's like, it, it is difficult. I'm not saying it's not, but you do need to make the habit of, like, standing up and making your voice heard and thinking things through so i think that that is going to wrap us up for today again kind of just working through some things trying to work through some ideas we i think there was some good stuff here i think there's some good insight here um yeah you guys have been so supportive i love you tremendously i really do you guys are just phenomenal um anybody that's still listening like you're you're the bomb i love you um and anybody that tuned out early like hey i still love you too you guys are Very supportive. And if I can do even a little bit of good in your life, if I can even just kind of poke the top of the waters and, you know, let you take care of the rest, let that ripple out like that would be just phenomenal. Um, Hit me up on social media if you guys have any questions still on Instagram, still fairly responsive. I will try to get back into the swing of making more episodes. Again, it comes down to like I want to make sure I have something to say. I don't want to just talk to talk. I want to talk because there's something worth speaking about. Um, So, yeah, thank you guys for your support. Good luck. I will see you soon.